Hey guys, hope you're doing well. Welcome to The Drive. It is actually uh, August 9th. It is a Tuesday. And right now I'm at the church office and uh, I've been finally getting back to doing this living by the book. I'm going through this book that I, I went through in School of Ministry or Seminary that really um, breaks down uh, inductive Bible study method. Um, expository preaching it basically observe interpret and apply and it really breaks it all down i haven't done it for like 10 months but uh praise the lord that god paved a way and gave me time in order to finally finish the application part of it the third part of the inductive bible study method and i'm so happy to be able to do that um been studying and uh got some good some meetings the uh, the next few days and um, God's good. God is working. I, you know, recently I, I found I'm going through all these old, um, photo albums and journals and throwing away the photos that are, uh, not appropriate when basically when I was, you know, doing bad things, doing drugs and all that before I started walking with the Lord. Um, I had pictures from those, those times with friends and stuff. And I'm like, I trashed a bunch of I'm just going through all of it right because I don't want that's not something I'm proud of you know I look back and I go thank you Lord for taking me out of that lifestyle um, there was so much trouble involved in it and it wasn't necessary it definitely wasn't trouble caused by other people I see it as trouble caused by my own poor decision making and I did that over and over again but as I'm going through my journals um, so I got in trouble at when I was in high school, I went to juvenile hall for supposed to be 30 days. I think I got out in 24 days because I didn't cause any trouble in there. You know, um, it was a drug related charge, a misdemeanor. I was underage. I was 17. And um, so I got out of juvenile hall. I was on probation. Um, and for I don't even know, probably a year or two uh, on probation. And I'm I'm looking through my old journals. That was back in 95, 96. And I'm, I'm looking at the writings and everything because I've been journaling ever since I was like 12 or something. I, my mom did it, and, um, and I just started naturally doing it. It's a way I can express myself that I oftentimes can't verbally. And uh, I just it's much more smoother writing it all out, right? So I'm, I'm reading these things. I'm reading these entries, and I'm just like... It's pretty amazing. It's bringing. It's not like a bad thing. It's not bringing up bad memories where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is traumatic. I can't be reading this. But I'm just reading it, going, man, I was all over the place thinking about being a teenager. Like I obviously haven't thought about being a teenager for many years. I'm I'm 44 right now, and um, I was 17, 18 when I was writing in that journal. And and you know, there was a time in my life where I realized I was trying to I was staying clean I was trying to quit smoking cigarettes at the time and um it was I'm reading these entries looking at you know drugs and drug use and all that like as just evil and bad and leading to nothing good you know I was seeing my friends who who you know didn't get in trouble they were still doing all these drugs and realizing how bad it is for for them and and for me, and I was abstaining and all that. I mean, uh, looking back, I, I realized, you know, they drug tested me. And so like every couple weeks or something, and 
so I, I was staying clean and I, I didn't do any of that. I was working out. Uh, again, I was trying to quit uh, smoking and um, I was basically sober. That's when I got my first job. I, I was employee of the month uh, a couple months into working at Taco Bell you know, in, in Northern California where I grew up. And I was like, oh, I was employee of the month. You know, I worked hard. I know this and that. I mean, I got in more trouble later. But looking at just this time period, reading through my journals, I go, wow. Um, being a teenager, you don't know what you want. You're just all, you're just all over the place. You're you're thinking all kinds of stuff. You're, um, reading my journal. I'm just like the purpose of life. What what am I here for? What you know these existential questions. It's just. Man, I would not want to be a teenager ever again. <laughs> and I just realized like how all over the place you are you trying to find yourself if you will, you're trying to figure out life and what it's about and it's just crazy. But I look back at those times and, and you know, I was again I was trying to stay sober and all that. I didn't I didn't have the Lord though. Like so when trouble came, whether it was because of my bad decision making or something else, like I didn't have the Lord to cling to. I had my journal to write in. And that's kind of what I did to, I guess, cope with certain things. Because I wasn't a big talker. I wasn't super overly social. Let us let me share my heart and problems with everyone. I wasn't good at that. But that was, again, that was so long ago. 1995, 1996. And as I'm going through the Word, I, I found, you know, I'm looking at Psalm chapter 20. And uh, and I love this because Psalm chapter 20, here's what David said. He said, may the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of God of Jacob defend you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and strengthen you out of Zion. May he remember all your offerings and accept your burnt sacrifices. Now, when I just look at that first verse, right, I'm just kind of like, oh, Lord, I had so much trouble back then, but I didn't have you. Like, I didn't even know what the gospel was. If someone said, what is the gospel? I wouldn't know. I mean, I remember that time period where people would be like, what religion are you? I remember distinctly at like this gathering, this get-together where you know, everyone was like smoking pot and doing, doing drugs and drinking and all that. And they're like, what religion are you? You know, you try to act all deep and stuff when you're trying to, when you're doing these different drugs. And I was like, well, uh, I'm white and I'm American. I, I'm Christian. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm Christian. Like I didn't know, I didn't even know what that meant. Like, I didn't know anything about church. I didn't know anything about the Lord. I didn't know anything about anything. <laughs> And so as I was going through that time, I, I realized I didn't know what to do when trouble came. I didn't know who to turn to or, or what. Like one of the distinct memories I, I read in my journal was that when I was at the mental institution, this was before I was 18, um, I lived there for two months because I was suicidal. Again, this is all part of my testimony. I'm not trying to give my whole testimony, but you know, when I was going through it, alone and empty and hopeless, helpless, I always wrote about this guy named Jeff, you know, and I remember him distinctly. And the reason why I remember him, like, I don't remember much of what he said, although what he said was good advice that would help me during the time, during that time, right? But I do remember that he genuinely, and I don't know, could he have been faking it? Sure, I don't know. But I really felt like he actually cared. Like, 
I would, you know, he would ask me questions. I would share what's in my heart, what's in my mind. And he'd make eye contact and listen and offer me advice and actually offer me hope. I would love to know if, you know, looking back, if I was like, I wonder if he's what he was Christian. Like, I wonder if he was a believer. Now, he never told me about Jesus, but he really was the only one, the main one, to bring hope in a time of darkness that I was in. And I'm like, wow, thank you, Lord, for using that person at that time in my life. But reading this verse, I'm so thankful, and I know you guys are thankful, that the Lord will answer you in the day of trouble. There have been days of trouble. I'm sure you can think back to when you were younger and different things you got into, decisions you made that maybe uh, led to consequences and uh, you know poor outcomes, situations that were stressful because of something that you did or said or didn't do. But I look back and, and I go, like presently, I, I, as I'm reading this journal going, Lord, thank you, God, that you are my help. You are my help in trouble. Some trouble? No, all trouble. Everything that you go through, God is there. If you're a believer, if you're a follower of Christ, He is there to help you through that trouble. He's going to answer you in the day of that trouble. Because you know as well as I do, if there's trouble in your life, if there's trouble that you're facing, you're going to call out to God, and guess what you're, you're going to want? You're going to want his, Him to answer. Like you want to know, Lord... What's going on? He, he might not give you the answer of exactly why the trouble is happening, but you know what he will give you? Heart peace in the midst of that trouble. A settled heart through a stormy situation. That's what God does. He gives you peace to be able to sustain those things. I am so thankful. Just reading that journal, man, I, I just realized how thankful I am to know the Lord, to walk with the Lord, to know that Emmanuel, he is always with me, that I, he's going to answer me in the day of trouble. He's not going to abandon me in the day of trouble. And you know, look, to, look into your past, you realize, yeah, you know what? A lot of people abandoned me. When the, everything was fine, they were with me, they were for me, they were, we were hanging out, we were friends apparently, but then trouble came and then they went. That's too much for them. But the Lord will never leave you nor forsake you, right? Because in the day of trouble, he will answer you. Which the connotation there is talk to him. Vent to him. Let him know. And David, as we're looking at these verses, I mean, writing the Psalms, over 70 of them, he knew how to be honest with God. He was raw oftentimes. He was real with God. He poured out his heart to the Lord. And one thing he understood is that the Lord would answer him in the day of trouble. And guess what, guys? The Lord is going to answer you in the day of trouble. So don't fret, don't worry, don't have anxiety that for some reason God is going to leave you or he's, he's going to ignore you because you're bothering him. You cannot bother God. Like he wants to hear, he wants to help, and he is always there. Such a hope, such a blessing, right? Well, God bless you guys, and hope you have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you next time.